0: Good morning Blue Jays fans and welcome to the Jaybird watching Gamecast. as always Craig Borden here after my most recent depression after the Toronto Blue Jays gets swept by the one of the worst teams in Major League Baseball this season in the Baltimore Orioles they took it to us in their own home while after we swept them up in Toronto unfortunately the birds did not come up on top here as the Orioles take the Blue Jays down over the last few days. Hopefully an off day works wonders as they travel down to Florida, where they hopefully dip themselves in magical waters to be able to take down the Miami Marlins, who are sitting at 53-81 and heading into this series. So, the Toronto Blue Jays struggling to get back to 500 here in the last month, and unfortunately when you lose games to the Baltimore Orioles, the schedule is not going to get too much easier. Um, that was my goal for them, hopefully for the rest of the season, other than getting the youngsters right, maybe some of these veterans like Aaron Sanchez, who is going to be on the mound, back in proper form so that we can continue to run with things next season. This team is going to be young and talented and look a lot different next season, but... They have plenty of opportunities to be able to uh, run with that idea of being able to be competitive, kind of similar to the Yankees a couple years ago when they were bringing up all their younger players. So if you haven't read my article on what the Blue Jays need to do for the rest of the season, that is on South of the Six right now. Check that out. On with a recent post on what the Blue Jays could do with Sean Reed Foley and how the Aaron Sanchez mold could fit for how to get him right in the major leagues and get him settled in. So, Aaron Sanchez on the mound, looking to bounce back a little bit from his most recent outing. A um, 4.95 ERA right now, 3-5 and five on the season, 69 strikeouts for the big righty. Um, hasn't really looked in form this year, but obviously struggled with injuries all season. He'll look to get things back in form, as I mentioned. A um, little bit of rough outing over his last few starts since jumping back into the fold with the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, in his last start, he allowed six earned runs over four innings to the Philadelphia Phillies. So a little bit of rough spot. but And then it continued to be even worse than the last outing before that. So it'll be nice to see him get on track where he was when he came back up in June. So hopefully all the best for uh, Aaron Sanchez in his outing here. <laughs> So, we're going to go jumping around the horn here. And unfortunately, the Buffalo Bisons uh, did get swept by my hometown, Rochester Red Wings, dropping their record to 61 and 73 on the season with a 6 to 1 loss, mustering up just five hits to the Red Wings 11 and leading the pack in hits. Anthony Alford, who uh, hit a nice double in the uh, first inning to get the Bisons on the board early. But Unfortunately, the herd fell flat and did not charge into the rest of this game as Anthony Alford driving in. Jonathan Davis would be the only run scored by the Buffalo Bisons. That was Anthony Alford's 21st double on the season and 33rd RBI. Those two parts of his uh, hitting look pretty good for when you take taken all things account as far as he hasn't been playing much this season with injuries and nagging stuff like that. 235 batting average, though, looks a little rough, but makes those 33 RBIs, I think, look that much better. So 14 runners left in scoring position. Al- Albert only cashing in one of those 14 and picks up his 17th stolen base. Ramon Fields did whatever he could with his legs in uh, some of the innings while he was walked and uh, reached on a single, uh, stole two bases, picks up his 24th and 25th on the season. Um, on the mound, um, Mike Hosschild, unfortunately could not keep the Blue J- uh, Red Wings bats in check. It's through six innings, allows five earned runs, six total on eight hits and four walks. So, one strikeout as well as his ERA climbs up to 4.98. Craig Breslow comes in and settles things down mildly with a inning of a third, three hits allowed, with a walk, no earned runs. And then Justin Schaefer comes in and keeps it that way, but unfortunately the bats just did not want to wake up for the herd, as the Rochester Red Wings mash their way to another win in a series sweep of the Buffalo Bisons here as they close out the three-way series for the rest of the season. Down in New Hampshire, the New Hampshire Fisher Cats were able to squeak out a victory, then um, a four-to-two win over the Portland Sea Dogs. Twelve hits totaled up for four runs. Um, atop of the order, John Birdie and Bo Bichette continue to rake, uh, each of them picking up three hits and two runs scored. Bo Bichette picking up a pair of RBIs as well. That was his uh, 74th RBI on the season. Also, with three hits, Santiago Espinal, um, joining in on the fun with three for three performance and an RBI. He also took a walk, so he had a perfect evening. Picks up his 20th, um, RBI and another stolen base as well as second of the season. Max Pentecost continues to be a wrecking ball of late. Also, he picks up another hit and a walk as his approach at the plate cannot be uh, understated with how well he's been hitting lately. I believe they said since the All-Star break, he's batting .333, which has rose that abysmal sub-Mendoza line, uh, batting average of his all the way up to 256. So, he, big jump for him. Harold Ramirez also continues to be well above 300 with a two for four performance and another RBI. Bang 316 on the season as the New Hampshire Fisher Cats back a uh, Hector Perez outing who was very, very solid through five innings. Did not get the win, picking up a no decision here. Five. Innings of work, as I mentioned, four hits, two runs. Only one of those earned, picking up seven strikeouts to just one walk. Josh DeGraff would eventually get the win for his solid efforts through three innings, holding the Sea Dogs in check. Three innings of work, as I mentioned, two hits, six strikeouts in those three innings. Pretty impressive. Then Corey Coping would come in and lock everything up, picking up his second save as a New Hampshire Fisher cat since joining the team. One inning work, two walks, two strikeouts. So sealing up that victory for the uh, New Hampshire Fisher Cats, all that much better. So they pick up their seventy fifth win as they charge toward the playoffs. Unfortunately, a team that will not be making the playoffs that is now been mathematically eliminated from the uh, Florida State League playoffs, the P- Dedean Blue Jays. Unfortunately, take another loss from the Port uh, the Palm Beach Cardinals in a four to one. Um, late loss in their first part of the doubleheader here. Um, 11 hits for the Cardinals out of scoring four runs, just six to the Denny Blue Jays. Um, top of the order, collecting most of the hits, the top four batters in the Blue Jay lineup, collecting four of those six hits. Joshua Vlasios, Logan Warmoth, Kevin Smith, picking up the lone RBI of the game on a home run in the first inning. It is his 18th of the season for the Dunedin Blue Jays, and I believe he's got also close to double digits when he was with the Lansing Lugnuts as well. Watch out, people. Kevin Smith is coming, another talented shortstop for the Toronto Blue Jays minor league system. Brock Lundquist, Ivan Castillo, and Nash Knight picking up the other six, other uh, hits of the lineup. Not even getting enough opportunities in this game as the Blue Jays only had two runners in scoring position and went over two. Connor Eller, had a decent outing, and unfortunately, as as it would go, the ball bounces this way, and this is how baseball is. Four and a third, scatters nine hits, only three of those coming around. Did not hurt himself with only having one walk and three strikeouts. Uh, Claudio Stato coming in after it, and pitching an inning in two-thirds, two hits, one earned run, and then Nick Fishman picking up a uh, perfect inning with a strikeout in the seventh to wrap up the first game of the double header. Unfortunately, the double header didn't. Oh, so on. Got all sorts of fun going on here with computers. That was actually game two I was reading the stats off of. All right, so now that I get all my notes back in, <laughs> in place here um we'll call we'll talk game one scene apparently we're just going to work in reverse here and get back in our uh, DeLorean here and make sure we go back into the future a little bit to talk game one of the DeDean Blue Jays day which is what they won actually so as they split the double header the first game here backed up by a Josh Donaldson home run in the first inning um got the Blue Jays going early but they would actually fall behind through a wonderful start by Patrick Murphy, who is the Florida State Pitcher of the Year. Um, five innings of work, four hits, one earned run, two occurred while he was on the mound, two walks, and five strikeouts. So another wonderful performance from Patrick Murphy. Um, he would have eventually, like I said, get the no decision as William Alette would come in and relieve him for a perfect inning in the sixth. Extra innings led to bonus baseball in a shortened game. Um, runs scored in the seventh and the eighth by the denine Blue Jays get the uh, get them in the win column here in this shortened game. Ivan Castillo drives in a run on a single in the seventh inning, and that Brock Lundquist uh, getting a little in on the action here as he drives in Rodrigo Roscoe in the eighth to seal a walk off victory here in Game One. Brock Lundquist end up going two for four. Riley Adams and Ivan Castillo also going two for three. Uh, very good performance from, as I mentioned, Donaldson picking up a home run that really started things off, but it, it would be eventually sealed with a win for Brian Baker, the uh, the bullpen. So good performance in Game 1, and unfortunately in Game 2, things went off the wheels a little bit. Moving right along, we're going to talk some Lansing Lugnuts baseball. As the Lugnuts uh, have already sealed a uh, playoff playoff, um, appearance from the first half victory, but they are definitely not slowed down by any means as they pick up their 80th win of the season um, at a 10-2 to victory. 12 hits scattered by the Great Lakes Loons by the uh, Lansing Lugnuts pitchers that sealed the deal Um, as far as it goes. It was just insane outing by Jordan Bar- Barrett. Six innings of work, scattering six hits, allowing just one walk and four strikeouts. Wonderful performance from him, and it was a pleasure to watch on MILB-TV last night. Uh, Emerson Jimenez would come in, pitch an inning at a third, allows two earned runs on three hits and a walk. Um, not quite enough for the uh, Great Lake Loons to be able to get back in on this one, but it was worth a try. So as Dalton Rodriguez would come in and pick up the... Uh, you know, closing spot, no saves opportunities in a blowout as much as this, but inning at two thirds from him, allowing three hits and a walk while striking out a batter. So offense, plenty of it in this game. And mostly it was by the little bottom of the order as the, uh, seven, eight, nine hitters pick up six hits in their performances here, which accounted for four of the RBIs for the team as well. So great performance from Reggie Pruitt who went through two for three, um, and then Lizardo, uh, Brian Lizardo, sorry, picking up another two-for-three performance. Two runs scored at an RBI. Wonderful hitting from him last night. And then Freddy Rodriguez, the left fielder, picking up two-for-three with three RBIs as he picks up a triple to knock in a plethora of runs. Two runs scored, two. So, Reggie Pruitt would also pick up his uh, 34th stolen base of the season. Chavez Young. Going two for two, two for three with two RBIs, and then Ryan Noda, another monster mash from him in the first inning, kicking off the scoring with a two run blast, his 20th of the season, and has been really just a very good force in the middle of this lineup for the extended part of the second half of the season. Very, very threatening as far as this lineup goes for the Lansing Lugnuts. Centered around Chavez Young, and Ryan Noda. And uh, also in the leadoff spot, Samad Taylor has been a nice spark plug of late. One for five with an RBI as well. So great performance by the Lansing Lugnuts. And we're actually going to give you a little bit bonus more minor league stuff tonight uh, or this morning as Vancouver Canadians unfortunately lost the Aqua Sox up in the, you know, and Vancouver home, which is an eight to one loss, as some RBIs were uh, amiss on three errors by the Vancouver Canadians, just could not put it all together. The lone RBI was scored um, on a two for four performance by McGregor Contreras, and it was a very nice night for him, increasing his batting average up to two sixty five. Unfortunately, on the mound, the Aqua Sox got the Jose Espada. Really, really quickly jumping on him for five earned runs or four and runs, five total and two and two thirds. And then after a little bit, things would just keep continue to spiral downward as Dennis Diaz eventually would come into this game and his inning of work allows three more earned runs. So a rough outing for the playoff bound Vancouver Canadians, currently thirty-nine and thirty-three on the season. Talking Bluefield Blue Jays baseball. We get playoffs that start this evening as the uh, playoff battle for the Appalachian League or the Appy League, as it's known, gets uh, underway. The Blue Jays will be hosting the Princeton Rays tonight at 530. So if you're in that area, I highly recommend going up and seeing what Dennis Holmberg and his gang are up to and checking out a very good team as far as this lineup is concerned. Cal Stevenson and some of these guys have just been on fire, and they need to be noticed. And you're going to see them up in the Blue Jays ranks very, very shortly, I would think. So, everybody, that is your morning mash this for today here on the Jaybird Watching Gamecast. Craig Borden here with you as always. Don't forget to get that discount on the uh, Jay, for the, from the Jaybird Watching Gamecast on SeatGiant.ca with the promo code Jaybird, and we love you. We would love you to hit all those subscribe buttons all over the Internet, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you might find us so you can spread the word on the bird here on the Jaybird Watching Gamecast. So peace out, everybody, and let's hope that Sanchez can keep rolling tonight. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you.